I don't know if I was prepared to do the rolling thing. Oh, dude, I don't. It's I don't a slow know. Start. It's a slow start. I haven't. I okay. Like, you know how you know how when you got to get back in the pool, you're supposed to like jump in. I'm like a wade in person. I like the I like the misery to be slow. So I'm not I'm not doing a dive off the ten meter. Go going floosh into the garbage game club water. I'm just like I'm like getting my body in like the waters of my ankles and some my knees. It's at my dick, which is always like the worst part because it's cold. And then, like you know, oh, kind of get to the waist, and you get to like the nipples, and then you can kind of get to get to your shoulders. Then you put your head in, like it's, it's you gotta, a little, no, just, no, just, just little all, by little. You gotta, you're doing it all wrong. You gotta, you gotta, Lady Gaga. You gotta on the deep end. Watch as I dive in. That's it. You, you just gotta submerge yourself completely from the deep end, my boy. Which is what we are doing right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Garbage Game Club. It has been a minute, but I am still Nick Lamone, and joining me we have Joey Leafeater Thimian. And today, that one's me, baby. And today we are talking about a little, a little indie game, a little small game, a little bite-sized experience. It's about an hour and a half long, called Before Your Eyes. Joey, how did you hear about Before Your Eyes? So I. I am someone who is a connoisseur of what you might think of as the Metacritic. I find the platform useful more often than not for things like TV and video games. But if you're a person who likes Metacritic, might I divulge your attention? Might I introduce you to Open Critic, which is like Metacritic for games, but better. Open Critic has a list of like a running. 2021 or whatever year it is hall of fame and before your eyes was a game that was that was on that top 10 list it was one of the top 10 best rated games so far this year and i went i don't know what this is let me check it out and then upon checking it out i realized that it had one thing nick and do you know what that one thing was what a gimmick and i I'm someone who likes gimmicks. I I am a gimmick person. I love me a good gimmick. So with that in mind, I went, well, we got to play this game. Got to play this game. And uh, we did. And now we're talking about it. And that's the end of the story. That's how I found the game. You should go check out Open Critic. Um, I was interested in what the game was conceived around and what is that nick what is the gimmick that i have not explicitly spelt out what is the thing that makes this go from like just an indie thing that's notable in its own regard to like notable for a specific thing because there is one cornerstone that makes this game what it is yeah the the big quote-unquote gimmick of the game is its use of a webcam that is constantly watching you to see whenever you blink and so because of that, right now the game is only available on PC, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that, that's what that's basically what the game boils down well, probably to. Probably forever. Yeah, probably forever. That And that's really all the game boils down to is just 
that's the gameplay is you can look around and you can blink in order to interact with things and that's it. You don't move around, you just look around and you blink. Um, and, and that's really what drew me to the game as far as like how I heard about it. It was like a game that uses your webcam to see why you blink. Well, I be, Because of that, I assumed that the game was like a scary horror game or something. And it like adjusted. That, that was just what I assumed. I didn't know what the game was. And I figured it read how often you closed your eyes in order to like adjust the scares per second. But that is not what the game was about. Uh, the game is about uh, someone who dies and is awoken to the afterlife. And there is a, uh, a, a cat-like human being who is a cat or a dog. Dog, a, a dog. I, I like a wolf. I feel I feel strong wolf vibes. Wolf. Like like they just got off watching B stars. Which by the way, if you watched B stars, <laughs> yeah, I just finished that last night, I gotta, baby. I gotta watch oh man, two. it was. I gotta watch God, it was horny. Two. Uh, but yeah, you are basically being ushered down the uh, river of death, and you are asked to reflect on your life to determine whether or not it was good. And if it's good, good things happen. And if it's bad, you probably go to a bad place. Um, and so that's how, and you're supposed to be nothing but honest and you have to be honest. Correct. That is, you have that, 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 that's how the whole conceit works is that you, the character need to not lie because it knows when you lie. And, and the game is, uh, up front, your, your wolf guide tells you, I'm going to have, uh, help you relive your past and I'm going to be watching with you and you can live. We're going to start at the beginning and, Basically, the only thing that's happening now is if you blink, you will either get fast-forwarded a second later, a year later, or ten years later. It's not really up to him. It's just kind of how it all works out. And for a second, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, I feel like suddenly I'm starting to think like, I feel like I'm a heavy blinker. Am I going to like zip through this game because I'm just – Blaster your eyes open? Because I'm accidentally accidentally blinking. The game does offer a little bit of comfort of like you can only do the blinking thing when there's a certain prompt on screen. When there is a prompt on screen, you know that if you blink, you will fast forward at the – into a different point of this character's life. And for a second, that – and that really brought like relief to me because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be stressed about not blinking. I can still live through and enjoy an experience and know that when this cursor comes on, when this icon comes on, that's when the blinking rule takes into effect, which I appreciate because I was worried that I would not get to enjoy an authored experience because I just accidentally blinked my way through it. Did you find out that you blinked too much? Are, are, are you a hyper blinker? Uh, Did you make your eyes dry waiting to not blink? I feel like I've only managed to pull off two life events where I was able to see everything that it had to offer uh, without blinking, which is like, I don't know. It's it's such an interesting – and I really – honestly, when it boils down to maybe this is better served for the end, but I really do think that's the most beautiful part about this game is the struggle of the blink because – you know, you might be thinking like that's not hard to do. People do staring contests all the time, but I think the beauty and the natural struggle of wanting to keep your eyes open really works for a game about trying to relive a life where there are moments that you know that are genuinely. After a while, you start to 
because you are the character to some extent, you care about the things that are happening in their life. And when there is something happy that's happening, that's warm and beautiful, that maybe evokes some nostalgic feeling of your own, you can't help but want to live there. And you can't because the game is saying, when you blink, it's over. And so like there is that there's something beautiful about the struggle of trying to keep your eye open during a moment that you want to live in, but you simply can't because eventually you're going to have to blink. And I love that artificial barrier. I love that 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 is just the way life works, baby. You want to live there forever, but you can't. You can't no matter how hard you try. I think what you're touching on is probably also my favorite part of the game is because it it takes something like how do you use human input in a way to do something that is nigh uncontrollable and realistic? Like they could count your breathing, I guess you eventually have to breathe. Right. But like, how do they do that? They like, like heartbeats, like any circadian stuff Mm -hmm. they could potentially use as a cue or a trigger, but blinking, you can use that via a webcam and modern software. Right. Which by the way, really fun to set up the blinking interaction. It's very good at it. It, it's 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 super good at it. It like knows when you wink. It knows when you blink. Like it knows when you try and cheat. It like it it it's definitely been put through its paces. But knowing that you, if this was oh my input is the space bar for the whole game, I could choose to play this game much more leisurely and like look around and take in stuff and really like. You know, if I'm vibing, appreciate all the stuff, but there's some induced anxiety that naturally happens because of the idea that eventually you're going to have to leave because eventually you will blink. Mm -hmm. And I think it uses it to good effect to not only try and live in beautiful moments, but also how to fast forward through stuff that is uncomfortable. And I like that both of those kinds of experiences are in the game. You know, there's points in in this character's life where you're getting berated by your mother for not for staying up and not studying your piano music, and and like those moments when you're in a car ride and you're getting belittled is like, oh yeah, just blinking through this bad boy. I don't want to enjoy this at all. And and I like that it offers both of those experiences because that's just how life is. Sometimes there are moments that you want to live it, live through again, and sometimes there's not. You know that that rules. I love that the game includes both of those. I like the idea of the game and the mechanics of the game, but did that translate well enough to you for the actual? story beats of the game because i feel like my my top level review of before your eyes is something that is genius especially in the realm of indie games it's it's smart it does something novel and all of that those things score super high with me but i would be lying if i said that i was i don't know hyper invested in the actual story beats of the game i feel like i was there for the novelty of it and not because i got like interwoven and sucked in and consumed by by the story of this person's life Mm. that's interesting i think i came because of the gimmick but i stayed because of the story and i and i think that Honestly, I, I think that if the game was more gimmick than story, I would have bounced off of it. But I do think that its story is so like inextricably linked to that gimmick that it feels like 
it wouldn't be as impactful without the without the gimmick and vice versa. I don't think the gimmick would be as interesting if there wasn't a story worth telling from that perspective. And and I do think it, it for me it works because it doesn't overstay its welcome. I think if this was a six hour saga, I would just die Ooh, because of that. That would just be hard. It'd be like, exhausting. Like the, the amount of the amount the amount of the yes you are putting something more into it than normal games, right? So that would be exhausting. The the, the TRT, the, the total runtime, the length of this game hits just right because you play it basically in a sitting. Yeah, and, and I really do think like the first 40 minutes of the game are like where the heavy like non-blink, like the, like I need to understand what's happening. Like what is this life? Because after about 40 minutes, you live through the character's life. And then after that, you live through it again to some extent, but faster. Um, and, and I do like that it allows you to do that twice because one, it allows you to be like, oh, I'm in this moment again. And it allows me to get a second chance, a third chance at live, reliving through through, through this beat. Uh, but I think the where the, the big zag for the game that honestly I did not expect was its big twist. Uh, and I, I don't know that I knew that the twist was coming, nor did I think it was choreographed. So it feels like a little bit of a rug pull, but I still enjoyed it. How did you feel about the game's big twist? It didn't feel... It didn't feel earned. Earned or like as impactful as I would have wanted it to be? It is. In- I guess. I guess. I, I guess we can play spoilers. Go, go ahead and just, just go ahead. Go ahead and lay it on us. To, uh, express why you didn't think it felt earned. Well, why wasn't it earned? When you first start the game, you are under the belief that you are the son. Uh, yeah, you are the son of a uh, a a pianist and a teacher, and over the course of the li- of your your life. As the the child of a pianist and teacher, you learn that you have a natural like uh, uh, you're somewhat proclivity, some, yeah, proclivity towards being a, a piano and following in your mom's footsteps. The thing you learn is that your mom, though she was able to do her own compositions and whatnot, she never achieved any level of success. So she, by proxy, tried to pave the way for you to experience the success that she never could and then there comes a pivotal moment where you try out for a uh, academic school for uh, musicians and uh, I I ended up failing mine because I ended up staying li- staying up late with this neighbor girl who you kind of like oh are they best you friends fucking romantic yeah and it's like oh that seems like you a romantic piece of shit I <laughs> I studied for piano so did you did you succeed then yeah, because I didn't get distracted by the ladies, Nick. God. So what happened with me is I failed that, and then I realized that, oh, my character doesn't like the piano. And then they turned into an artist, and then they became a painter, and then their mom dies. And the, the relationship was a mom, with their mom was a very tenuous one where she was very much like, no, this is, you know, you're not good enough. You need to be better because I wasn't good enough. So if you are the product of me, then you need to be better than I ever was. And also her relationship. Mom needed therapy. Mom, mom, need, mom needed a lot of therapy. Mom needs a lot of therapy. Also, dad, putting up with very mean statements from the mom. I Was the, was the dad a shithead? I don't remember him being a shithead. I feel like the dad was pretty chill. The mom was like, you're just a teacher. Like, oh, Jesus. Oh, man, this is rough. 
And the dad was pretty chill. I feel like the dad was a little bit of an absent father. He was very much like, yeah, kid's doing his own thing. Uh, but for the most part, seemed pretty chill. Uh, but then what you learn over the course of the game, you get, you know, you get inspired by y- your mom's passing and you start creating these beautiful paintings and become a world famous artist and by proxy because your mom was your subject of a lot of your abstract paintings, which I really like the way this game handles its abstract painting. I think it's very cute and fun uh, because it rotates through a series of images that get planted when you blink on the canvas, which is kind of cool. Um through your success as a famous artist, it propels your mom's work as a musician, and she becomes famous post uh, posthumously, which is very cool. And so you think, wow, that's the full story. Was my life worth living? But then your little wolf mentor says, hey, well, hold on one second. Are you being 100% honest with me? Because I know you're a damn dirty liar. And you're like, what are you <laughs> talking about? I feel like I didn't have a say in the matter. And so then... And I think that's where I think my big issue with the game lies is that moment because I think up to that point, everything was great. Everything was wonderful. But then when you add the layer of subterfuge, I think it's good, but I think you could have earned your way to that subterfuge because what you end up finding out is that you are actually a kid who on the day of your piano recital or whatever, you actually had a bad time and ended up passing out. And there is a scene where you are waking up in a hospital um, and you are being examined by a doctor, but I accidentally blinked through it almost immediately. Um, oh, and no. So, and so it was. I, I think it worked for me because I'm like, wait, that what, that was weird. What happened? Why did I go there? And then I kind of forgot about it. But then you learn that you actually have a, de- a debilitating illness and that you are basically terminal. And so what you do is you are confined to your bed as a child um, – and a lot of the things that happened, you know, after the piano recital didn't actually happen. What it turns out is that you are just a kid who wishes that their life was better. And so they write an autobiography that is the life they wish they had instead of, instead of being a bedridden sick kid, essentially. And that's where a lot of the drama comes in because the mom that you ended up learning about in the original non-true story still kind of the mom that exists to some extent but it's just like when you paint your your parent your parental figure as like kind of a shithead and then you let them read the autobiography and then they're like oh wait i am kind of a shithead that's pretty interesting that's some good that's some good juicy stuff to dive into from a storytelling perspective and then over the course of the game uh, you know, the the remaining course of the game, you slowly die and wither away and then you kind of wind back up in this uh, afterlife and then your life is determined to be honest and good and interesting, despite you never having, according to your eyes, having lived a life worth living. And I, and I do think that's a good message. And I think that the message and overall takeaway of the game is good and beautiful and profound. But I think my only... I think so. Good, good, enough, to, good enough to make you cry, right? Because you sent me a very... And tweeted a very funny picture of, <laughs> yeah, of, of yeah. yourself crying. One thing the game lets you do is, you know, if, if the blinking gets messed up, you can recalibrate your camera at any time in the game by hitting the space bar. And, like, my first instinct when credits roll is, like, okay, I'm going to get through the credits. I'm going to hit a key on my keyboard. It's usually the space key to skip through the credits so I can see if there's anything else. And as soon as I did that, it shows you an image of yourself. And I just had like tears in my eyes of like my ugly cry. And it's just like 
eyes shrink wrapped in tears, all red and puffy. And I was like, oh, God. That's what I look like when I'm like pixelated. That's what I look like when I'm ugly crying. Ugh. And I I do think that, like, I I don't cry when things get sad. That's not the kind of crier. I I typically cry when when things are genuinely, like, happy or there's, like, someone who is experiencing pure and utter joy. Those are the moments that usually make me cry like when when it comes to art and entertainment i cry when mm-hmm. there are, are moments of sheer joy i don't really cry during sad stuff in movies i i feel like sad stuff usually makes me cry in real life give me more caveats please that, that but that is how it is so like the joy that that is experienced and i think that games don't often do a good job of capturing joy and the beauty of joy particularly well but I think that before your eyes did. Really, the only knock I have against the story is that that uh, the bait and switch of being a kid who is sick with with the uh, t- writing a story. Because you do have that moment in the hospital bed, sure. But I think that there would have been a nicer zag if it gave you options to how your life unfolded a little bit. You can to some extent, but I like the idea of the opposite choice being the one that is actually true and why the choice that you made wasn't actually the one that actually, like, I think that there is a way of weaving that in as a storyteller instead of just like, Oh, you're actually a sick kid the entire time. Like that's okay, but it just didn't quite nail the twist for me. Yeah. I, I, I feel almost exactly the same, which makes it lame to talk about. Cause I don't just want to regurgitate what you're saying, but I, it, it felt not, earned like I, I wasn't that impacted by it and i don't think that i that something like this needs to have you take a step back and go whoa dude like i i, I don't need to be mind blown but i i think that they were like trying to go for something potentially very impactful and by committing to that strong level of of impact they might not have executed 100 percent on it yeah, and, and that said, though, I still think that this is a game that it's one of those games that I think I'll just have my my significant other Nadine check out and play just because like she doesn't really play video games, but if it was like, oh, this is a cool experience that it's like ninety minutes long, you just have to look at a screen and if you blink, the game progresses. Like that is, I think, an inherently interesting hook to get anyone interested in a game, um, even if they don't really play games. And, you know, it's a short, it's about the length of a a very short movie, and it progresses by your blinking. And I think this game does something that games just don't, and it's tying your gameplay to story. And sure, it's very easy to do so, quote-unquote easy to do so, when you have a gimmick like having a webcam that monitors your blinking. But again, I still think that that is gameplay, that is using your gameplay as a storytelling device and that is a thing that only video games can do and i i am i think that this is one of those things that is you know maybe not propelling the the storytelling of video games forward leaps and bounds but i do think that is doing something that games often fail to do is tie your gameplay into story and that that's a hard thing to do how do you make an interaction that is independent of the author become a taylor authored experience that's that is tough to do and i think this game does something that only games can do and that's and I, for me that's like a full sale recommendation like you have to experience if you like video games at all for me that is just no this is just what the medium can do and you should play this 
I think it's a beautiful way to say it, dude, because like this is not going to be like my game of the year per se. I think that there's other experiences that I think are like objectively better. However, if you're someone who likes video games as a medium enough to like listen to a podcast about two people talk about random mini games they play sometimes, like this is this is one of those, right? Like this is one of those games that you play for the gimmick, you play for the mechanic, you play for the experience, you play because you realize that this is something that video games can do that you can't do with a movie or a TV show or a book or what have you, right? Like this should be on your list because it is, it does an interesting thing where it makes you think about games as a medium um, and, and, and and interactive entertainment media specifically. So it well deserves you being it being played even if it is not like you know top three games of the year this is something that i would recommend to someone who who likes video games for being video games and likes the medium so i'm pretty sure that you should uh you should get you should go you should go give it a spin especially like if this is something that you can pop off on a sale like a thousand percent do it there, there should be no excuse for not uh testing this out the oh, the only excuse for not playing this game should be you don't own a webcam yeah or a computer, I guess. <laughs> um, also, one other thing to note, like, I thought the... Uh, I forget the... What is the wolf's name? <laughs> I, I do forget. But the voice acting on this wolf was incredible. And also the the anime... I think it's... Um, I think I saw, like, a thing. I gotta... I need to research this. I should have looked it up before. But I'm pretty sure it's rotoscoped, where they, you know, take a video of an actor and then they create graphics and art over that video to make it look a lot smoother of an animation because it was beautiful watching this dude like howl at the lying eagles and stuff like the vo delivery and just the performance i think is some top tier stuff like despite it being a silly scenario like this is some incredible voice and just voice acting and just genuine acting like it was good I was really, really engaged by by the wolf, or maybe I just really like the wolf from B Stars. I'm just a big just Legoshi saying, man, like, fan. Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm a big Legoshi fan, so <laughs> I, I don't again. Like, I the don't, wolf is oh, just God. hot. <laughs> it's God. good game, worth checking out. It is absolutely worth 90 minutes of your time. And again, it's it's one of those things like, you know, movies and entertainment in general are important because they allow you to look to. Uh, live a life that you've never lived and i think that this game quite literally allows you to do that and i think it, it is a game that understands that life is beautiful and life is often tragic but that there is beauty in that tragedy and it allows you to play witness to that in a way that not a lot of things do so that that is my whole heart not a lot of things you can say you live a full life in the span of 90 minutes but i genuinely think that this game executes on that a hundred percent you should um i mean if we if we haven't convinced you yet put it on your list just just i'm telling you now to do it okay it is, just try. It is going to be i think in contention with a lot of game of the years i don't think it's going to win any but i do think that it is going to be in talks it is a game that i will fight for i i bet that this is something that is going to to squeak it out as indie picks on top 10 games of 2021 yeah. list absolutely this is going to be like that this is going to be like hipster picks even if it doesn't you know win awards but this is something that almost certainly is going to get a lot of recognition at like the independent games film festival next the independent games festival next year a hundred percent but i, I mean I, that's all i really got to say about it. it is a short game therefore a shorter podcast but joy is there anything else you we want actually to? talked about it for long and other stuff so i'm i'm good i'm good on that i just want to i just want to propose 
a next episode. Oh, That's no. what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm sitting here because, you know, my job as, as, as teacher Thimian is to assign homework. What's the next game? And, and there's some homework, Nick, that I have completed a while ago. And I think that you are fucking waiting to turn in. You, 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 you silly, silly, silly man. I waited till last second. You always do that, and I don't know how in your near 30 years of life you have yet to learn that procrastination is bad, <laughs> but I'm going to reinforce those. I guess I'm reinforcing those habits kind of making it okay. I want to talk to you about Demon Souls, specifically the remake on PS5. There you have it, folks. We are talking... Uh, this is, all, honestly, Silver Spoon in, in tow. This game is only available on PlayStation 5. It is basically the same experience as the PS3 version of Demon's Souls. But we will be specifically talking about the PlayStation 5 version because uh, I, I am a child who buys things day one. Um, so there you have it. That is your homework. We will be talking about FromSoft's first Soulsborne game, uh, Kingsfield notwithstanding. This is the one that has actual like Demon's Souls in the title, though. So we're going to be talking about Demon's Souls for PlayStation 5. So play it. Uh, warning, it, it can be tough, so uh, maybe get a jump start. Don't wait like I did. So uh, there you have it. You have some homework play. The forefather of hard games. <laughs> Until next time. Goodbye.